Episode. All right, guys. Welcome to another episode of Reps Discipline. I am your host, Jay Nasty. Uh, before we dive into the podcast, um, I know on some of these some of these podcasts we can get a little bit passionate and some swear words can come out and this and that. But on the more educational podcast like this one, we're going to be talking about nutrition. We will uh, cut that out. But on some podcasts, when that just inner dire constant passion just coming out of the mouth onto the mic then yeah, it happens every once in a while they'll come out but today we'll clean it up for you guys and we're there's going to be a quick podcast too um we have some long podcasts some two-hour ones and so forth we're going to start throwing in some some 20 minute ones or less for you guys as well to uh get straight to the point so today i am joined by our or a couple of our nutrient masters <laughs> D-Train, D-Nast, and J-Quan, Patagucci, Joaquin, (laughs) Ramirez. Um, So these guys know their nutrition stuff. So if they get a little technical here on the podcast, don't worry. I'll be the middleman for you guys that may not understand what's going on. We'll keep it simple. Yeah. You keep, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't that smart. We're just a little more educated, I think. You know, we we try. Nutrient masters, dude. Yeah, nutrient master. Uh, uh, what's spit it out? <laughs> what uh, what's it called? Like when you're becoming like a master samurai, the person that works underneath them for a long time before they become a master. What is that person called? Uh, I don't. In Star Wars, it's called a Padawan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, you guys are nutrient padawans, <laughs> and I'm a stormtrooper. <laughs> All right, let's dive into it. You guys take the floor. Whoever wants to talk first. Well, um, I've been meeting with a lot of members and um, getting feedback, and um, I get a lot of questions about nutrition, um, about our virtual nutrition, about our one-on-one nutrition, about various diets that are in the marketplace that you hear about all the time. And um, it's interesting the amount of feedback I get. Um, nutrition's very emotional, um, and it's gonna be emotional. Um, I need to stop saying um. I know um, I do, when I do the podcast by myself, it's you guys will have listened to it by the time you listen to this. But I said um a lot, yeah. just a no, speaking no, nut- thing. Nutrition can be very emotional, and um, <clears throat> we need to. I guess accept the fact that it's emotional. Why is it emotional? Well, honestly, eating or thinking about any food like triggers an emotional response, right? Mm-hmm. Jake, you've been sugar-free for eight days now. Yeah. If I you start really thinking about Twizzlers, it sends an emotional response. Oh, yeah. Right? It does. No, I mean, hang around Leo for a couple <clears throat> minutes. Food's very emotional for that guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. I need to stop saying um. Like it's really bugging me. Um. <laughs> but there is an emotional element to eating food. Yeah, and it's also you know tied to you know weight loss. People with specific goals. Food is fuel. It is how you feel your body. There's no question. Every metabolic function that takes place in your body is triggered. What's by What's a food. metabolic function? Metabolic function is when your body either converts fuel to energy, removes waste. Uh, Mm-hmm. Those are the two main ones. Um, build muscle. 
anything that happens inside your body is metabolic function. Yeah, okay. uh, you need food mm-hmm. for energy to do that. So Word. we get asked about, I've been asked about diets and I'm mm-hmm. sure Joaquin's been asked about diets. Hey, I want to do keto. My wife, she gets hit up all the time in her office with people that need to lose big weight numbers asking about ketogenic diet, uh, asking about intermittent fasting, asking about, uh, you don't hear as much right now, paleo zone, Mediterranean. What else is there? I mean, they're vegans, vegetarian. So on the outside, uh, you nutrient Padawans, you, uh, apprentice, I think is the word I was thinking of earlier. Not quite masters yet, but from the outside looking in, I look at a lot of like these, these diets, paleo keto whatever they are like in my opinion just from the outside looking in you guys feel free to correct me here if i'm wrong i feel like they're they all have their place and they can do good but i feel like if you're eating whole foods so not fake stuff okay or like simple sugars and things like that candies and blah 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 you're eating your vegetables you're eating your good meat or whatever if you're not or if you're a vegetarian you know whatever um you're drinking enough water and you're exercising you're going to be healthy now you can use Healthier. those diet you can use those diets that are more specific to the individual but if you do the basics of those things you can be healthier yes, yes. would be the right word that is true if you're eating healthy food and moving whole food and preparing it yourself like yeah. mm-hmm. you're going to start living a healthier lifestyle uh, the problem is that we hear about is <laughs> I want to get to this weight number. I right. want this very specific goal in three months. And yeah, well, they very short time. They think that this diet's gonna. The point I want to make mm-hmm. is that they think that going on this keto diet, I'm going to get to this goal, and then what? Right? Are you going to try to live in ketosis forever? Do you understand what's happening when your body goes into ketosis? So, what is ketosis? So ket- I kind of have an idea, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people listening have no clue. Ketosis is what happens when your body has no choice but to convert fat into ketones. Well, energy via ketones. Okay, your body can function off ketones. It can function off of glucose. Your body prefers to function off glucose. Yeah. Okay, your brain prefers to function off glucose. Your muscles prefer to function off glucose and convert it into ATP, adenosine triphosphate, which will then power your engine right it is the gasoline so our bodies are amazing if you're starving on an island and you can't get any sort of sugar carbohydrate anything in you Mm -hmm. your body will first start breaking down fat into ketones to survive once you run out of body fat and i don't know what the numbers are i want to say around three percent you will start metabolizing your own muscle and it will convert your body, your muscle, into energy, okay? It will do whatever it takes to survive. Um, and the more I've read on the ketogenic diet, because I have put myself into ketosis, I did it for 30 days, and um, I felt terrible. It didn't work for me at all, even the goal I wanted. Like, it was just not right. Um, so the more I read about ketosis and the ketogenic diet... From everything I can see, it's a survival mechanism, okay? There are populations of the world who are adapted to a higher fat diet, such as like Eskimo population. They thrive on a higher fat diet. doesn't mean you're not fat. Your body doesn't function off fat 
a lot of the day. Like right now, me sitting here doing this podcast, chances are my body is feeling off fat because I'm in a very aerobic state. I'm not using anaerobic mm-hmm. mechanisms right now. So putting yourself into ketosis is almost a survival mechanism. Now, if you need to lose a ton of fat quick, people have had success on it. Yeah, like 100 pounds drop, you know, like very big. But that combined with <coughs> high-intensity interval training, those people are also going to feel terrible during that time, mm-hmm. right? Because they don't have the glucose from <clears throat> carbohydrate. Yep, exactly. So that's, that's where I found out that I felt like total crap. Like yeah. during the day, I was fine being on keto. What, being ha- keto. what happens if someone feels good? If someone feels good? Yeah. Um, I mean, first off, happens. I'd say they're not in ketosis. Like they're truly not, and it, so Joaquin people, brought up a real good point. ketosis is your body's like fight or flight response. Of Once dying, you can test it in your piss, and then you can <laughs> smell it. Like you smell ketones on your breath. Word. So people yeah. understand keto is if you're eating okay, let's say 100 percent right of your diet, 75 percent of that is fat, 20 percent of that is protein, and five percent of that is carbohydrate. Yes, so just stuff in your so face. So for eating avocados. 1500 calories a day, which isn't a lot. Um, only 5% of those 1,500, so what is that, 60 grams of carbohydrate a day. That's, that's it. Not very much. That's an Most apple. that's coming from, like, yeah, probably not a lot of fruit, mostly vegetables yep. because it's low in carbohydrate. Yep, exactly. So you eat like that, and then you go and do a CrossFit workout. If you're truly in ketosis, you're going to feel terrible. Yeah. And the recovery wouldn't. I mean, not saying you won't recover, but it won't be no. optimal because mm-hmm. you're not refueling the glycogen. <clears throat> Your glycogen source. So, so you typically store, I think it's 100 grams of glycogen in your muscles and liver. The fastest way to refuel that is through consuming carbohydrate. proper carbohydrates. I'm not talking sugar and junk food. Proper carbohydrates from, you know, starches fruit vegetables yeah are my main sources i know some people like rice i personally don't so if someone is listening to this and they're like oh i do keto all the time i love me some keto i love my ketones <laughs> feeling good you would say that they're probably not an actual ketosis they act- could be it depends on the activity level they could be in and out of <clears> it but why would you go keto for three days and then off of it and then back on yeah. it like well to me personally it's, it's terrible it's yo-yoing and yeah. it's not effective long-term strategy for health and for health and wellness. Word. And that's my thing with any of these diets that I want to bring up. So whether it be, and then intermittent fasting, same deal. A lot of people, Rich just had a podcast. <coughs> he talked about how he's doing intermittent fat, Rich so Froning. What is intermittent fasting? Um, intermittent fasting is where you're fasted for X amount of hours. Usually and then 16, you, and then you fit yeah. it within an eight-hour window. Yeah, you, Terry you, Crews does this. Some people have great responses to it. I did it for a month, and um, I've, it didn't affect me either way. Um, I was fine eating and not eating during the windows and stuff. Um, yeah. Where people, I tend to agree with Joaquin, we had a discussion about this, and um, Precision Nutrition put out an article about it. People that do intermittent fasting and have weight loss results, was um, they honestly had, it was caloric restriction. 
mm-hmm. because they weren't eating as much. They were changing their calories. Yeah, yeah it wasn't so much because they were doing fasting, intermittent yeah. fasting because they weren't eating as much. Yeah, they just weren't eating as much. They're being yeah. more conscious of yeah because you only have eight hours instead <laughs> of twelve yeah. or however many fourteen hours. So when I was doing it, I would fast from six p.m. until ten a.m. the next day, and then I would have to eat at ten to be able to work out at eleven and feel okay for the workout. And then I'd have to eat dinner by, you know, five o'clock ish in that range. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not much different than what I do now per se, but I did it for 30 days. Each one of these things that we talked about, I did for 30 days and I didn't notice a huge difference on intermittent fasting one way or the other when it came yeah. to weight loss performance. Cause I was eating the same food just in a different window as I was previously. Yeah. What did Rich say about it? Some people um, like it. Some people he, it works for them. He was saying in the podcast he'd started doing it because his knees hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he did it for inflammation. And that's the biggest benefit that there is some slight research that's come out is um, controlling inflammation. And then with weight loss, it's been be, it seems to be people are just more calorie restricted. But if you're eating really good foods... Wouldn't that already reduce your inflammation anyway? Absolutely. <clears throat> I don't understand the process, but I, I'd have to imagine your body isn't working on metabolizing food as much or as often. It has time to process the extra waste, possibly. I mean, that's just my theory. I haven't really honestly researched the inflammation piece a ton. That's just what I've heard. Okay. Um, so what I want to talk about is like our nutrition practices here at the gym and i 100 percent agree with joaquin is our approach to nutrition here at the gym is making small sustainable steps towards lifestyle habits Mm. right taking small tactical things each single day they can turn into habits yeah we have these diet goals we have you know weight loss goals whatever they might be that's just a goal but what can you do every single day Mm mm-hmm to actually make a healthy difference in your life. Very right? few people can go overnight, like keto, let's say, right? Because it's very restrictive um, and stick with it. Yeah. Like a lot of people can do it for a week, two weeks, maybe three. We've had people. pretty strong-willed, but very few people can do it long-term. And if you're not going to do it for the rest of your life, I don't understand. I mean, for some people who need to drop a lot of fat fast, like real fast, like for health reasons, then yeah, I can understand doing that. Um, but... Most people, especially the ones that we deal with in the gym, that yeah. have some body fat to lose, but not a hundred hey, plus pounds or whatever, pounds. then if you're not going to do it for the rest of your life, I don't understand why you're doing it because you're almost going to go back there. Yeah, you drop yeah. a bunch of weight quick, and then it's just like, oh, I dropped weight. Now, now you have to learn how to maintain that, and it's a whole different process. You might as well take the slow steps on the way to build that foundation. Become, yeah, healthier. Drop those weight. Yeah, or drop that weight. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just makes more sense, and it's more sustainable like you start with something very small right okay you do that for a week or two and it's easy right and then you move on to something else and now you can do it for the rest of your life instead of i'm gonna go very very restrictive i can only have this can't have that no very few people can do that or should do that really you honestly shouldn't um what i'm finding with myself in this process is adding to right so increasing water consumption increasing vegetable consumption you know constantly adding two things over the last year obviously i you know reduced alcohol consumption to zero all these things though the little things have built to where now it's just like daily habits of healthy living almost a year later 
yeah. has come natural. It's not, <clears throat> you don't ever want to feel like you're on a diet. Right. Like mm-hmm. that's silliness and it's not sustainable. You want to feel like you're on a lifestyle. So, so like what Joaquin was saying, picking little things. And that's what we do with our nutrition stuff here is we implement little things. I know some people get frustrated because it's not like these big, big jumps of, right. you know, meal plans and go do this and cut this and do this. And it's like, that's not how we want. That's not what we believe in. Yeah. We believe in small, sustainable, consistent, progressive steps. That'll stick. That'll stick. Because if you can't drink a gallon of water every day, how the heck do you think you're going to f- live on a ketogenic diet if you're not even used to cutting your carbs, if you're not even used to tracking your carbohydrates? Mm-hmm. Right. And then testing and then, yeah, no way. So you have to be able to put in the time. I think, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, you have to be able to put in the time and consistency and trying little things over time, <clears throat> see how your body re- reacts, how it is progressing you towards your goals, how do you feel, and then be able to continue to add and build on them. Right, and make changes. If something's not working, like for me, being on a low-carb diet did not work for my goals and how I felt. Like, it absolutely did not. Now, I'm on a lower-carbohydrate diet. Right. Right? I'm, I'm endomorphic by nature. I'm a fat, more fat burner. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am on a 40% fat, 35% protein, 25% carbohydrates, and that is where I feel great. But it's taken me a year to figure Still that 20% out. Still 20% more than five, you know. Keto, which yeah, fun. and some days the carbs even go up when I'm if I train hard twice that day, right? So what are you gonna uh, say? <clears throat> I think a lot of people overcomplicate things. Mm-hmm. I think this is just very normal with all the marketing and everything that's out in the world. I mean, I can right now off the top of my head think of five dudes that I've seen all over Facebook and YouTube that promote a keto diet. Mm-hmm. I can think of five dudes off the top of my head that do paleo and this and that. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't make them bad people for doing this thing, but. I've had people in the gym, and I know you guys can attest to this. We won't say any names, but like, oh, yeah, I'm doing the keto diet because this person said this and that. Oh, I'm doing paleo because this person's doing this and that. Oh, this one athlete said he's doing that, so I'm going to do this for X amount of days. And I think everyone likes to <clears throat> make things way too complicated versus just like what we're talking about. Things that are simple. Like, obviously, you can dial in your numbers. You, right. You said you're 40, 30, mm-hmm. 30, blah, 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 all that good stuff. But if I didn't have any clue about that, going back to what I said earlier, if you're hydrated you exercise and you eat healthy just you know things that aren't all kinds of processed you'll be healthier now when you start if you want to optimize performance and like the most healthy you can be then you start dialing in your numbers because if someone over in Djibouti didn't have any access to you padawans here (laughs) okay but they had access to vegetables and free-range meats they could go run. They could drink water. They had access to water, blah, blah, blah. They could be healthy, right? Yeah, if Absolutely. you eat healthy whole food, you're going to, one, you're going to start learning about your body. You're called intuitive eating, right? You're going to start learning what your hunger cues mean. But you can only do that by eating healthy whole food. Mm-hmm. Getting back to what our bodies actually need to function versus all the processed junk that is honestly manipulate in a sense that where you keep craving it have you ever had french fries fast food french fries and always want more french fries right you know one point i want to make on the diets is we don't believe in any specific diet because every person's an individual yeah. and you have to be able to adapt and grow that person as an individual one example that i read this past weekend was caffeine right there's a camp of people that believe coffee caffeine um is terrible for you yeah 
there's a camp that <clears throat> believes coffee caffeine has um a lot of um what's it what's the word stimulant not stimulant has that but um antioxidant properties mm. what's the word Antioxidant properties. Antioxidant properties. <laughs> that uh, and has cancer-fighting properties from the caffeine that are in coffee. But what it comes down to is some people have an enzyme in their liver that metabolizes caffeine quickly. Some people don't have that enzyme. So some people, if you drink a ton of caffeine and you're like amped up all day, kind of feeling like so when garbage. When I drink caffeine, and I have a ton of anxiety. So that enzyme in your liver isn't being very active Mm -hmm. so it's not processing the caffeine is what i get out of what i read this last weekend whereas me i've never noticed anything crazy from caffeine yeah same so it's like i never feel amped up doesn't mean i should drink gallons a day but it means that it's not going to affect me the same as it is going to affect you yeah so what i'm getting at is not every diet every macro prescription every single um deal out there is because it worked for this person doesn't mean it's going to work for that person we can use an analogy of exercise not the deadlift isn't going to be great for everyone in the world no not um <laughs> i mean it's kind but of, everybody in the world has to pick things up yeah but if someone has a broken back they're not gonna be able to strengthen their back by deadlifting yeah. so at the end like, of the day me and joaquin are both going to get healthy on eating whole food Mm-hmm. quality whole foods but for me and him to be optimal which is what we're focusing on now in each other's lives like he's way better at it than me still but um he's optimizing towards his macronutrient numbers what he needs his micronutrients his vitamins and everything what his body needs to perform is different than what mine is mm-hmm. you know if we want to just be healthy and come and work out and live good quality of life that way we could probably yeah. eat the exact same foods right and be totally be fine. Healthy. But now yeah. we're moving into optimization. Of performance. Performance. Yeah. And a certain level of leanness. Like I'm trying to get below 15% body yeah. fat. So, <clears throat> so is he? If you, just, if you just eat healthy all the time, let's say you're, your ceiling is going to be, I don't know, I'm just throwing a number out there, 15% body fat. You just eat healthy, exercise, hold on. I'm just saying like you're never going to get leaner than that. But then when you start... Um, adjusting numbers and this and that, weighing foods, like getting more specific, then you have the chance to drop down to maybe 10%. In general, eating healthy and whole food, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. I'm just using it as an analogy. In general, eating healthy old food, a man will be probably hover between 18 and 20% know, body I'm fat. Not, I'm just throwing it out as an example here. With regular exercise. If you just exercise and you eat healthy, the most lean that you probably will be, your ceiling will be, let's just, I'm just throwing numbers out there. 20%. It's very generalized, but yeah. yes. Okay, sure. that's what I'm saying here as right. an example. <laughs> if you start adjusting things and optimizing numbers for your performance, now you could probably drop that body fat from 20% to 10%. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm not mm. saying that's the number. I'm just, you can take it all the way down. I'm just to giving you a visual here. You know, 3%. The, yeah, it's a lot of others too. Yeah. No, <laughs> yes, it's very, that's, it's hard because it is very general. Yeah. Right. There are people that eat, terrible and have eight percent body fat Mm -hmm. but as a general rule i guess you could say yeah yeah that's what i've seen in the gym yeah um so with the nutrition stuff here at the gym and the things that we offer one thing i want to do with the podcast is be able to put out a little more often these shorter episodes where we give the audience some tactical basic information that you and your family can implement now 
Like right. it's not rocket science, right? We don't need an in-body scan and macros and a scale and weigh everything. Like we don't need that. We don't need that to live a healthy and fit life. Mm-mm. It's great to learn. It's great to start mastering those skills and understanding that stuff about your body. But I really want to give just basic tactical stuff that if you implement with consistency, you're going to start winning, right? You're, you're going to start feeling better. You're going to start yeah. moving. So, um, Joaquin, what's like one or two tips? Um, that if you're one of my favorites is DIY. That's what I call it. Do it yourself. Yeah. If 75% of your meals throughout the week, you have cooked yourself more, more often than not, like you cook it from scratch, um, not out of a box, right. Or out of the freezer. Um, more often than not, it's going to be healthier foods. Yeah. So to reiterate what you just said, when you cook it from scratch, not right. taking the hamburger helper and putting it into the pot right. is not cooking from scratch. I'm talking about chopping your vegetables, chopping your meats, you know, adding a little bit of you know flavors and stuff right but actually taking whole food and the other day i met with a lady that didn't know what whole food was she's like yes you mean like bread and stuff is this good stuff like no it's not (laughs) like there is better quality breads but it's not a whole food a whole food is the word right so if i say an apple that's whole food you know where it came from from a tree it came from a tree if i say chicken or fish Came from a chicken or a fish. Came from a tree. <laughs> Depends on what camp you're in. Um, so, yeah, taking whole foods and actually preparing that meal from those whole foods. Right. If you, like, I agree 100%. If you do that 75% of the time, you're going to be... Making better choices. Making better choices. Sure. Well, all the stuff that comes out of a box, it's pre-cooked, it's frozen. So right. if you, all you're doing is heating it up. That's not cooking it from scratch. Cooking a hungry no, man is not the same. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We get that. But you can make your your hamburger, but you buy you know your lean beef, grass-fed, organic, make it by hand. Sure. That's different than buying stuff out of a box. Yes. Yes, okay. absolutely. Next tip. Um, oh, a good one um, that I've noticed coming up with people is a lot of people don't eat, which is weird. Um, but I hear I a lot. I one of them. Yeah, I hear a lot of people in consultations go, yeah, it's always breakfast for whatever. I just can't eat breakfast. I was that way? Yes, you can. You really can. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, a lot of times if you're going. Do your hands not work in the morning? um, I would say one that I start with people on our introduction nutrition program is just making them eat three to four meals a day. Like if you're eating three to four meals a day and then you're cooking 75% of those, those two things, you're going to be in a pretty good spot. Because a lot of times people don't eat, right? Which was you, a prime example of you. Like you yeah. wouldn't eat until like, you know, 3.30. And then when you did eat, you would eat something that wasn't necessarily the best thing for you. So automatically that's going to store as fat because your body doesn't know when it's going to eat again, right? Mm-hmm. So that's just the body being survival in design, yeah, okay. storing as fat. That way you can live off the fat because you're not eating on a regular schedule. Yeah. So I would say eat three to four meals a day, just starting very, very basic, like – Figure out what you can eat for breakfast, cooking it from scratch or making it from scratch, whatever. If that's a low sugar, <clears throat> with, for whatever, you know, um, and then doing 75% of it from just making it yourself and that, not ordering out or getting it out of the box or anything like that. That yogurt has got to be plain. Sorry. Plain yogurt. Yep. Add a little fruit to it. A little fruit. Don't be getting the vanilla super flavored ones. That starts adding up the junk. Mm-hmm. Plain yogurt. 
but yeah, I like those two. Um, those two tips are both in the introduction nutrition program. And then uh, I think the last week, because it's a month, right? Everybody comes on for a month. Um, stop. <laughs> the, the last week is then focusing on uh, whole foods. So you've eaten or you're getting used to cooking. Right, you've eaten three to four meals, and then just focusing on making sure that you don't eat anything out of the like, let's say, a box for the entire week. Right, and doing those little simple things, which aren't very big, you know, and people usually get frustrated because they want some like big old master plan that mm-hmm. they have to change their life overnight because they're like, I'm starting on Monday, yeah. I'm changing everything. Yeah, but, I've done that too. But it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. So I got a conundrum pickle for you guys. Okay. If I'm going to eat whole foods, and let's just say I just shop with whatever I want at whole foods, does that mean everything that I bought is whole no. foods? Oh, no. Man. No. Just because you're at whole foods doesn't mean. lying to me. Yeah. <laughs> Great marketing. I Dang mean, it. A simple tip would be like, well, you talked about this last time. I think you don't look or don't buy foods with long ingredient lists. Yeah. yeah. Right. If you pick up chicken steak <clears throat> eggs it says chicken steak eggs. something i heard a long right. time ago yeah. is avoiding the aisles yeah that's like a good eating one around the, the edges I mean, yeah, of the store that's where all the produce and meats and everything are yeah. around the edges it's the the more whole food stuff that doesn't expire is usually in the aisles right. but learning to read food labels i mean there's stuff out there that is in a box that isn't that's not terrible for you right yeah um if, if it's got like one or two things that you can't pronounce or something avoid it Right. Yeah, like when you that. if you start needing a biochem I mean, degree yeah. to figure it out, not like, necessarily, but yeah. Okay. Just because you don't know what it is doesn't mean that it's necessarily bad for you. Like a lot of people don't know what dragon fruit is, right? Yeah. But it doesn't mean it's bad for you <laughs> necessarily. So I don't know if I like that yeah. because there is stuff yeah. that it's like Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the. Uh, but yeah, that's a good one to start because it's very. You know, you can apply it right when you walk in the grocery store. It's very simple. You just buy most of the food on the outside. Easy. Now you make it. Yep. Pretty simple stuff. Yeah. doesn't mean that the aisles are forbidden, right? <laughs> you just most, have to read what you're eating. That's the most it. difficult part of what he's saying, though, is going to be, like, you posted last night, like, having to cook. Like, you have to put – you well, you have to put effort into it. You have to – like, it takes a more effort than just heating something up. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. you know, I've – <clears throat> when when this all started, when Leo had his kid, he started posting a lot of cooking stuff, right? He, like he was cooking and making recipes, like doing things often. And I was talking to him about it, and I was like, "You're right, I should try." I started trying to cook and like learning some knife skills and start learning, you know, how to mix different things. I used salt and pepper for the first time in my life, like eight months ago, to cook. Like I didn't know these basic fundamentals of cooking, and then attacking your sweet your um like you need to hit you want it to be savory you need you want to hit sweet like these various things when you cook helps make the food better so investing time and energy into your cooking and learning how to cook and make it fun right versus a chore like look up some gordon ramsay videos like start Mm. like investing a little bit of energy into learning how to cook will make cooking more fun to where it's not as much of a chore i'd say it's not a chore for me or cassie anymore because we actually like enjoy the process of cooking foods. Um, yep. The last tip that I would want to give that I seventy percent of your body is water. People do not drink enough water. Period. 
you have to drink more water. And the inbuilt calculation is take your body weight, multiply it by 2.2 to get kilograms, then multiply that number by 0.04, and you're going to get your total number of liters you need per day. Okay? Don't worry about exercise and stuff. If you actually hit that number, you're going to be significantly better off because, again, every metabolic function in your body, processing calories, using fat as fuel, you know, building muscle, every single thing in your body requires hydration. Requires water. Our cells are made up of water. Like they're, you have to have it. So, takeaways are: start cooking healthy whole foods. Yep. Drink water. And eat three to four times. Eat three to four times a day. Um, one thing I want to reiterate on our virtual nutrition program and our one-on-one coaching is like. We don't want people to come and ask us for big detailed meal plans. We don't, you could say we're, like I heard somebody <coughs> told me that, oh, they're just, you're lazy. Like we don't want to create them. No, I can create them. Trust me, I can create a meal plan for you. It's not rocket science. I don't believe in them. Yeah. You are going to take this meal plan. It doesn't teach you. It anything. doesn't teach you anything. Yeah, well, what I talked you to, to follow Joaquin about a long time ago is what you guys are trying to do is trying to teach people mm-hmm. how to be healthy so they can do it themselves so they're not relying on you all the time with these meal plans. It's like, what's the expression? You know, teach a, give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach a man, teach a man to fish, feed him forever. That's exactly it. And if I wanted to sell boom, meal plans, boom, boom. if we wanted to sell meal plans, we could probably make a lot more money because people would be coming back and buying the meal plans on them. Right? Yeah, well, it's simple. Now you're you're putting it into the person's hands, which they don't like a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Now which is they weird have because to be I feel like for themselves. People say apparently that we're lazy because we don't make meal plans. Well, I feel like they're lazy because they're not doing it themselves. Right? Yeah, like if you can't well, make your own I meal get plan it. and figure out how to it's cook very your own meals. And, well, it's, it's a, very hold on. It's very commonplace in the marketplace right now to just go buy a meal plan, follow this for 30 days, and you're going to lose weight, right? You feel good, but you learn no skills. And then what? You change no habits. And then you get bored, and you haven't learned how to cook and give different flavors and stuff. And then what about your kids? Now your kids are eating a meal plan on and off, or they're not? I think it's education and marketing. I mean, all these meal plans and everything that's out in the world offers these meal plans that are automated that people can buy i've done it a long time ago in the past that make it super simple if i follow this i'm gonna get my results Mm -hmm. but now i can put blame on something if i don't succeed but when you teach someone how to do it now the blame is on them if they don't do it or not like you have to learn you you have the most important thing that you can do in nutrition is learn about yourself yeah I can't tell you how you're gonna feel during a workout i can't tell you how you're gonna feel when you eat this food you're the only person that's going to know how you're going to feel. You have to be able to put in the work and get back to basics and see how these things are going to affect you and the results you want. Us as coaches, I want to start making sure we're putting in more effort into education via podcasts, blogs, a nutrition program, whatever it is, like all of our platforms to give people the tools to start tackling some of this stuff on their own because you have to put in the work to get the result. And if we can help teach and give you tools to be able to go and do the work, that's where you're going to start winning. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to start dominating your day and making better choices and living a healthier, more fit lifestyle. Yeah. So honestly, if you take the two, three things we just said, drink water, drink enough, make your own foods, and eat three to four times a day, if you do that for the next 30 days, I promise you you're going to feel significantly better. 
Yeah. And then at the end of those 30 days, you have to evaluate where you're at with your goal. Mm-hmm. What changes can we pivot? And that's where a coach comes in. That's where having a conversation with like a me or Joaquin and being able to digest and like, hey, this is what you've done. This is what you've been doing. This is where you're at. No, Let's go here. Yeah. Not the next diet. Let's go here on what's working for you. Um, yeah. We've had multiple people do phase one and then we do their in-body scan and their, you know, their body fat looks really good. Like I did one last week, 15% or 14%. I think he came out he started at like 20 or something like that. Yeah. So, and then he, I was like, dude, honestly, you don't need to go into a next phase. Like you've been doing everything you need to be doing. You know just how to cook. Doing like, that. Just keep doing what you're doing. You're in a healthy spot. Your muscle's good and your body fat's good. Just stay there. If you want to come back on coaching to learn more or dial it in more because your goals change, then come back. You know, so we Honestly, don't necessarily always you, push it just because of whatever reason. If you complete phase one and take all the principles in that, you can be very successful. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have to put in the work and learn your own body you do that by taking these daily small habits and building on them every day every week every month yeah. every year you so. have to start i'm gonna say just that i'm not a padawan like you guys just from the outside looking in that it takes it just takes consistency and patience and time you, you have to put in the time that's mm-hmm. patience yeah um you didn't gain all the weight right now you're not gonna get jacked right oh, yeah, now for sure so you're not nutrition and eating healthy is not something that happens instantly, but you have to learn how to build the habits in order to make a change in your own life. Cause the reality is these guys aren't going to sit in your home and put the fork in your mouth and feed you guys. Right. Like no one is going to do that. You buying these plans might make you feel, might give you some comfort, but you're going to fail unless you're that super disciplined person. But if you're already that super disciplined person, chances are you're not buying the meal plans. Right. Like you're learning how to do these things. And these guys are here to educate you guys to help make you better and to build these habits. So if you have questions, email us, Mm -hmm. direct message us on the gram. Mm -hmm. Um, however you want to hit us up. I mean, I've been answering questions left and right for people. So yeah, by all means, like we're here to help educate, entertain and inspire. Well, our goal was 20 minutes for this podcast and it's 40. So, we did we're doing our best but uh we're gonna try and give you some guys some shorter ones because i know we've had a couple people say the two hour ones are too long but they're not wrong it's pretty um long. i mean depending on the topic it can go long you yeah. just gotta let it flow but some of these more educational ones we're gonna try and make them shorter but since all of them and more often long yeah um but if you guys have something you want us to talk about or if you have questions for these guys feel free to reach out to them change some habits yeah Change the world. Change the world. Be all you can be. Be Padawans, not stormtroopers. I'm not a stormtrooper. I'm like no Padawans. I'm, can become dude, Jedi's. I'm, I'm, not I'm Sky, Skywalker, bro. No Luke. Yeah, or Anakin. Oh, yeah. Not nutrition. Just oh, okay. yeah. are you Anakin or Luke? Whoever's cooler. Mm, depends on who you ask. You know what? I'm Sam. Now we're going on fifty rings. minutes. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. See you in the next one. <laughs>